Hi guys, welcome to our podcast, Complete Combustion, where we revise chemistry and biology and talk about interesting sciencey things. So, we are going to be talking about cell structure and organisation. Now, what should we start with? Let's start with the nucleus. Okay, Mia, do you want to describe it? Well, the function of the nucleus is to like um is to retain genetic information so like dna mm-hmm. um which codes protein synthesis Ooh. okay and it's the largest organelle yeah. in the cell mm. big boy. um what is the nuclear envelope the nuclear envelope is a double membrane with nuclear pores which allows the transport of mrna and ribosomes out of the nucleus into the cytoplasm okay the nucleoplasm is cytoplasm-like material within the nucleus, which contains chromatin. And chromatin is like your DNA when it's not chromosomes. Mm. It's like coils of DNA mm, bound to histone proteins. And then like during cell division, they condense to form chromosomes. Whoa, that's so cool. Okay, um, do you want to say the nucleolus? Shall I talk about the nucleolus? Alright, well, it is one or more spherical bodies within the nucleus which synthesize RNA. RRNA. RRNA. Ribosomal. I can't roll my R's. Ribosomal RNA. Um, yeah, good stuff. That's what's getting us into uni, that is. Thank you, Espanol. Um, okay, the mitochondria, singular is mitochondria and, like, Honestly, it confuses me, but oh, yeah, um, I get that mixed up. I oh, know it's embarrassing. I still call mitochondria on is on. one without any e on the end. Oh, bestie, I ain't remembering that. Okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> um, remember, actually. Function. Okay, to release energy in the form of ATP for, uh, during aerobic expression, it's not the powerhouse of the cell anymore. <laughs> We've moved on from in that. In my heart, it, is, it will it is always the be the powerhouse of the cell. Do you want to do the next bit? Okay, what shall I talk about? Let's talk about its double membrane. It has a narrow, fluid-filled intermembrane space. And it's like wiggly. Yeah, and it's... um, Or in a more scientific term. The inner membrane is folded inwards to form cristae. And these increase the surface area for ATP synthesis to occur. Mm. Pretty cool. And then there's a the organic matrix like inside the inside the mitochondria, which is kind of like a cytoplasm sort of thing, and um it has many com- chemical compounds in it, including lipids, proteins, um ribosomes, the small seventy s ones, mm-hmm. um and a small circle of DNA to allow self replication. Okay. Yeah. So all the things in the organic matrix help with the fact it self replicates. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. Um, stages of respiration occur in the matrix. Aerobic respiration. Of aerobic respiration occur in the matrix and on the inner membrane. You'll find large numbers of mitochondria in the liver and muscle cells. Why? Because they need to respire to. They make a lot of energy, energy yeah. Release the energy. Okay, ribosomes. I think mitochondria is actually my favourite diagram. You I like it. ribosomes, it reminds me of Baymax. Ribosomes do give I like snowman. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So the small subunit and large subunit of a ribosome are made out of rRNA and protein. Protein synthesis, or translation specifically, occurs in the ribosomes, 
mRNA from the nucleus fits in the groove between the subunits. You've got the little guy up here or the small guy. Little guy wow. up here, large guy down there. All <laughs> just it. Your choice. <laughs> between the subunits, which yes. provides the code for a sequence of amino acids. So, like proteins, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. They're found free in cytoplasm or on, like, the edges of the rough endoplasmic reticulum. Which is what gives it its name. So, leads nicely nice. on to the rough endoplasmic reticulum, or rough ER. It's an internal system... Yeah. <laughs> Ruffy R. That's how I say it, like if I'm right. Okay. Um is an internal system of platinous membranous sacs or cisternae which are continuous with the nuclear membrane. It is covered in ribosomes. Top head to toe covered <laughs> in ribosomes, which accounts for its dotted appearance and gives it its name. Um, function. Its function is protein synthesis and transport of proteins. So it's in a large number of cells that synthesize large qu quantities of protein. Cool stuff. Okay, so the smooth that endoplasmic reticulum um, is similar and structured to the RER, but it doesn't have ribosomes, and that's why like it looks smooth under a microscope. Um, it serves the function of the synthesis and transport of lipids. Large okay. numbers of smooth endoplasmic reticulum, or just SER, your choice, will be found in cells that store large quantities of carbohydrates, proteins, or fat. So, for example, your liver cells, your secretory cells. Golgi! So, the Golgi <laughs> body is made up of interconnected flattenous membranous sacs, like the rough ER. Um, Vesicles contain polypeptides pinch off from the rough ER and fuse with the Golgi body. Here, proteins are modified and packaged into vesicles, and at the other end of the Golgi body, vesicles containing the modified proteins bud off. So its main functions are to modify and package proteins into I, secretory vessel. Vesicles. Yeah. 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 For secretion from the cell, um, secrete carbohydrates for um plant cell walls, yeah. producing glycoproteins, and yes. um, transport of transport and storing lipids and forming lysosomes. Okay. Uh, let's talk about lysosomes. They are single membrane bound vesicles okay. and they contain hydrolytic digestive enzymes and as lovely people here just said, they are produced by the Golgi or Golgi? I say Golgi. Golgi. I feel like it sounds more cultured. That's what my teacher culture. says, so I can't just say that. Golgi body. My teacher gives a disclaimer and goes, if you call it the Golgi, that's okay. If you call it Golgi. But like, Golgi apparatus is the most wrong thing anyone's Golgi ever said. Golgi apparatus. Ooh, that Ooh, hasn't no, off well, has it? Good. Anyway, continuing on. I think we still have one um, more point. Yeah. yeah I, Functions. I, so they isolate potentially harm digestive and harmful harmful digestive enzymes from the remainder of the cell. So that's what that says. Yeah. <laughs> is that spelt wrong? Where? Remainder. Or is it just me? Where? Remainder, that's how you spell it. Is it? So I the functions really are they release hydrolytic enzymes when the cell needs to break down worn out organelles. 
and so, digest materials that has been taken into the cell. So like um, they were fused with the vesicle made when a white blood cell engulfs bacteria by phagocytosis and their enzymes digest in the bacteria. So it's used in the immune system as well oh, then. Like Very cool. Um, do you want to do the linking? Do you, I, like, I found that useful. I actually, it's when I made my revision guards, I made it, like, ordered nicer than in the thing. Oh, send help. Um, yeah. Can you read it or not? I will attempt. Okay. Numero uno. Um, so the nucleus contains the DNA, which is copied during, during transcription, um, to produce mRNA. Okay. Um, nuclear pores in the nuclear envelope allow this mRNA molecules to leave the nucleus and attach to ribosomes in the cytoplasm or on the rough ER. Following on, we have protein synthesis on the ribosomes, rRNA, and... Compose, they're like composed of rRNA. Yeah. Um, by, and synthesized. And protein synthesized in the nucleus. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, polypeptides, I love that word. Are moved through the are moved through the RER and are packed into vesicles. Okay. They vesicles they then bud off the RER and carry the proteins to the Golgi body. Ooh. Okay. The vesicle then fuses with the membranes and sheds its contents into the Golgi body, and that is when this like polypeptide chain is actually modified into a protein. And so then at the other end of the Golgi body. <laughs> <laughs> You guys say vesicles, I think vesicles. I prefer fun. vesicle. Vesicles is a bit... Come on. Okay. Like, it's a bit cringe. Whatever. Vesicles? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> okay, you do you, girl. Containing modified proteins will bud off. Okay. Oh, that's me. Um, so they like, might be um, secretory vessels, which carry the protein to the cell membrane for secretion by exocytosis. Okay. Um, or they could be lysosomes containing digested enzymes, which we'll use inside the cell. Okay, wow. nice. Cray, okay, cray. the cell membrane. Oh, Lord. All cells are surrounded by a cell surface membrane or a plasma membrane. The principal biochemical components are phospholipids and protein molecules. And their phospholipids are arranged in a bag layer um, with like one sheet opposite another. Yeah. Don't know if you need to know this, but width 7 to 8 nanometers approximately. Very small. Hmm. You do need to learn Yeah, it? you need to. Do they ask you that? My teacher said. Yeah, same. And My I teacher like, didn't. <laughs> <laughs> You've been scammed. Okay, so what are the structural components of the membrane? Number one, phospholipids. Do you want to describe a phospholipid hmm. for us? So they um, form bilayers with the hydrophilic heads pointing outwards, um, which would interact with the tissue and like plasma, blood plasma around the cell, um, and the cytoplasm in the cell. But the hydrophobic tails, um, both layers, they point um, inside the cell because they don't want to like interact. They don't want to get anywhere near yeah, that water. Yeah, because the tails are repelling water present in the cytoplasm. And in the cytoplasm and extracellular fluid. And the heads are attracted to this water. Because they're polar. membranes mm. appear as a double, like under the electron microscope. You need an electron microscope to see these guys, clearly. <laughs> You can use a dye, which is water-soluble, which will associate with the heads to see said cell membranes. Yeah, because the water-soluble dye 
attracts is attracted to the hydrophilic heads. polar heads. Yeah. Proteins. Proteins. Um. So proteins um are always globular in the sal <laughs> in the cell membrane. Okay. And they can be found on the surface of the bilayer or partly embedded. So if they're partly embedded, they're called extrinsic, um, which actually are usually used like communication. Okay. Um, and like receptors. Yeah. Mm. Or yeah. um, or if they extend from, like over both layers, they're called um intrinsic or okay. transmembrane. Um, and they're usually for transporting substances. Yeah. So like in diffusion. Yeah. Or so they can be like either a carrier transport or carrier molecules or channel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which we'll do in cell transport and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Um, this. You do that if you want. Yeah, so the proteins in the membrane, the charged parts of the protein associates by the hydrophilic heads because they both are attracted to the water as they're both polar. And like, conversely, the non-polar parts are attracted to the hydrophobic tails because they also re like repel water. Mm -hmm. So I just thought that was a bit interesting. How snazzy. Carbohydrates. Talk about the carbs. Yeah, go for it. Carbs in the cell membrane. They point out of the cell and are attached to proteins, in which case they'll be called glycoproteins. Okay. They can also be attached to the phospholipids, giving them the name glycolipids. They will be formed through glycosylation. Glycosylation. Oh, I don't like the sound It is word. a. There are a lot of glyco words in biology. Glyc glycosylation. Basically, gly is just carbs. Mm. You just need to associate Like sugars. That. Yeah. They will be collectively known as the glycocalyx. Um, have you guys not learned about this? No, those? we have to do this at home. Whoa. And so these, like, they're usually, like, the glycoproteins and glycolipids usually involved in, like, cell signal signaling and, like, Yeah, like, mm. um, to recognise cell, cell recognition. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cholesterol... Cholesterol! It's present between the phospholipids in animal cell membranes. And it's important in controlling the membrane. Yeah, it stabilises it, not leaving too many gaps and not having too little gaps. Okay. Um, should we touch on the fluid mosaic model? Yeah, what? should we describe it from here? Yeah. It's kind of connected, isn't it? Yeah. I do that Okay, right. let's go for it. I have a little babble. Right, the fluid them. mosaic model was hypothesized by Singer and Nicholson in 1972. Long while ago. I'm not sure if gone. we actually need to know who did it and My the date, but it is involved. I'd say we So, yeah, I feel I like think... we need to have some recognition of that. Yeah, you could probably just get um, like the main facts about fluid and mosaic. Yeah, models. okay, so why is it fluid? Well, it's fluid because the individual phospholipids are able to move around within the membrane. Okay. And the mosaic part refers to the proteins embedded in the bilayer, which vary in size and shape and are arranged in a random pattern. Hence the mosaic, the mosaic kind of like, term. Yeah. Um, the main function of the cell membrane is to aid transport of certain substances in and out of cells, for example, obtaining oxygen and removing carbon dioxide. Mm -hmm. We've already done that bit. What's yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, centrioles. You explain this, okay. I don't understand. <laughs> um, so they're found in the cells of only animals, so like no plants and most protists. Pro protists. So toctists, there you go. Um, but, but not, Just ask um, Google how to say it. 
Um, so not in plants. Um, they're located. They're just outside the nucleus. Okay. And they consist of like two rings of microtubules arranged in hollow cylinders, positioned mm -hmm. at right angles. So like the diagrams, like lines at right angles like to each other. Yeah. Um, and so when like during cell oh division, um, they migrate to opposite poles and of the cell and form the spindle. The spindle fibers! The spindle fibers. We finally yes. know what they are! Honestly! Because I feel like They'll tell you about spindle fibers in, in GCSE, yeah. but they just won't go Like, it just said the spindle fibers form, and I'm like, but why? why? Like, what are they? <laughs> so that is what the spindle fibers are. What, what are vacuoles? Who wants to say? Plant cells? Plant cells. Okay, so vacuoles you'll probably know from GCSE are found in plant cells. They, most of them contain a large permanent vacuole, so a fluid-filled sac bound by a single membrane, the tonoplast. Whoa. They will contain cell sap. Yeah, yeah. A solution which stores <laughs> chemicals such as... <laughs> C6H12O6, otherwise known as glucose. As glucose. Yeah. Amino acids, minerals, and vitamins. I really want to say vitamins as a joke. Go for it, love. Oh, treat yourself. Vitamins. Okay, they have a major role in supporting soft plant tissues, but in animal cells. And they're small and they're temporary. Okay. Um, but they may occur in large numbers and they can be formed by. Phagocytosis. Okay, so the plant cell wall is made up of cellulose microfibrils, where like the H bonds, the hydrogen bonds forming cross links between them. And they're embedded in a polysaccharide matrix called pectin, which you might have heard of if you're at all into cooking and jam and stuff. Yum. That might just be me. Uh, it can. <laughs> It confers rigidity, which is like strength, on plant cells. Can someone explain to me what confers mean? I had to Google it and it still didn't make so sense. So it gives the plant cell like structure and rigid um, rigidity, <laughs> so it stops it from bursting. Okay. Um, and like permits like the movement of, of water from cell to cell. And also the cell wall um, in plants is freely permeable. Mm, oh like yeah. yeah, that is useful, isn't it? Okay, yeah. the plasmodesmata, I honestly feel like we need to discuss a bit I, because it, yeah. I do not, they're just like I forgot pores. it exists. Like okay. which, so the narrow pores are like fine like strands of cytoplasm yes. like going through them. Mm. So these allow like different things like And they um, like connect the cells to move right? them. Yeah. Move through them yeah. Substrates can just go swim, swim, swim through them from one yeah. cell to the next. Instead of having Rather to, like, than like, like cell it having to leave stuff. the cell go through the blood and be absorbed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay, that I guess yeah. it makes sense. It's just I kind of feel like we It's didn't... not a term that's very much ingrained in my head. Can I mention my anger towards at this page? <laughs> Chloroplasts. An organelle. It's, it's one word, it's one thing we have to learn about at GCSE. Let me tell you, ten labels I've got on my diagram. I'm sick of them. I'm so sorry. Okay. Ten labels I have on my diagram. Shall I list for you? Why do you have ten? I have my... What's this word? Stroma. Stroma lamellae. I have my double membrane envelope. I have my outer membrane and inner membrane, so I've separated that. I've got my starch grains, which is where we're storing our, like, glucose mm. as a polysaccharide of starch. 
We have the stoma, which are like tiny little particles. We have our thylakoids, which are like single flattened sacs. They we have, key look like pancakes. Can I just say that? Do they do, a little bit. We so have cool our 70S ribosomes. ribosomes. We have the genetic material, which is like a circular DNA. Small circle of DNA. Yeah, and we have the grainer, which is the stacks you of... You say grain, grainer? Grainer. Grana. Say grana. Mm, yeah. Okay, and you call me yes. southern. Um, <laughs> and the grainer, um, uh, like stacks of thylakoids and connected by the lamellae. Mm. Um, what did I miss? The Nothing. the like gelatinous colorless matrix is called the stroma. Um, the DNA allows this chloroplast to like self replicate. Similarly mm. to micro mitochondria, allows to like. Yeah. meet the needs of that cell in the plant or something else that has yeah okay. one thing most people will know from like gcse or whatever chloroplasts are the site of photosynthesis yes and contain photosynthetic pigments for example chlorophyll yeah and they are found in each thylakoid because I kind of forgot that was a thing. I just like honestly, I forgot where they were in this mess of I saw chloroplast is just like green discs. Yes, and that's about no, it. And now you've got now you've me. got the green discs within the disc stacked to form bigger stacks of green discs. But you know, it's fine. We're fine. Okay, this is another thing that I I find confusing but quite interesting. If I'm honest, mm -hmm. endosymbiotic. Yeah. Okay, so it says that organelles such as chloroplasts and mitochondria yeah. were originally free-living prokaryotic cells. Okay. Um, so um, the hypo uh, hypothesis, hypothesis states that um, it says that these prokaryotic cells, they were like once engulfed by a cell through endocytosis. Trump. Okay. And which made them gain an additional membrane. Hence the double membrane. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, um... So for the like the prokaryote to form mitochondrion, it would have gained protection and glucose from the cell. Yes. And then gained ATP energy from the prokaryote. And okay. eventually this would be eventually this prokaryote formed the mitochondria inside a cell. Like over millions of yeah. cell divisions. Yeah. And so, like, evidence, this theory would explain evidence why for this. mitochondria and chloroplasts have their own DNA. Mm. Yeah. And evidence for this is like the double membrane. The number of ribosomes and like so and circular so, you know. Yeah, okay. Wow, snazzy. Do you wanna do this? Because I do, do that. Nope. That is Nah, I don't really want to. Can I just boast about the colourfulness of I this was work. this I was in fact an online lesson, so that is my excuse today. <laughs> and here is what a eukaryote is. Organisms made of cells that have membrane-bound organisms, so like mitochondria, nucleus, with DNA within this nucleus in the form of chromosomes or chromatin. Whereas prokaryotes are single-celled organisms which lack membrane-bound organelles, such as nuclei, with DNA free in the cytoplasm. Yeah, cool. Good stuff. So, diagram. Yours is so much more simple than mine. So you have, um, so because there's like, the, like, actually let's go like outside from inside. So you have like loads of membrane things in this. So there's like... The outside. Mm, so the, like, the very the outside is the capsule. 
all the slime layer, mm. and that's used for protection. And the capsule, like, that's not always present yeah. in the, it, depending mm. on what it, like, the cell. Um, and then the next one is lost. Is it it's the cell it's wall. Peptidoglycan. Peptidoglycan cell, cell wall. wall. Yeah. So this is like, the cell wall implants is cellulose. We know that, right? Yeah. So in this is peptidoglycan. So that could be a difference you could point out mm. in a question comparing yeah. them. Yeah. And then you have the plasma membrane. Yeah. yeah. It's just what it membrane. is. Yeah. And yeah. then, so, and then in, and then sometimes they might have um, a flagellum, which can help. Okay. Them, like, since they're single cells. Yeah. So like move within, like, if they're in a liquid yeah. or. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, of course, you've got your cytoplasm. Yeah. And in the cytoplasm, you have um, plasmids. They aren't always there. Um, a circular loop of DNA. Yeah. Um and smaller 70s ribosomes and sometimes on the plasma membrane you might have like a little kind of like thing that goes in, in like the infolding yeah the infold yeah kind of like a criste sort of thing yeah that kind um, of idea called a mesosome mesosome that's it um and that's where the respiration is taking place in yeah. a prokaryote mm. um some things i've written down that apparently you didn't no. have um there can also be similar kind of structure to a mesosome, like the infolding of the membrane. Uh, you can have photosynthetic photosynthetic membranes, like, like in blue-green algae. You can also have pili, which are like short hairs that kind of branch away. And they oh, can have a... Yeah, they can have a signaling or protective function. So it kind of acts in the same way as the glycocalyx does on a cell membrane. Yeah. So like recognition and kind yeah. of stuff. Okay. Wow, look at this edgy title. <laughs> Did you like it? Look how cute that is. She can't read it, can she? <laughs> okay. um, do you want to just quickly go through it? Yeah, okay. So okay, you do prokaryotes. Okay, prokaryotes, they are... Do you want to, like, do... like Alternate? Yeah, yeah, let's go for it. Okay, so prokaryote, um, usually 1 to 10. That's micrometers. Micrometers, yeah. Oh, my God. Um, whereas... So did you do prokaryotes? Yeah. I'll do eukaryotes, which are like 10 to 100 micrometers. So they're typically a bit bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so prokaryotes are unicellular, so one cell. Whereas you're going to find eukaryotes are mul mostly multicellular, but you can have some unicellular. Mm. So that's not really a defining point of it. Uh, DNA, you often have a nucleus present in eukaryotes in comparison to the DNA in a prokaryote being circular or free, not bound to histone proteins. Which I don't know what they are, but hopefully we'll find out at some <laughs> point. <laughs> yeah. Did you find out what they are, Did you? Forgotten, yeah. So they're not bound to histone proteins in prokaryotes. Good mm. stuff. So um, prokaryotes, um, ribosomes are smaller. 70s, whereas in eukaryotes, the larger, which are 80s, and they're either free in the cytoplasm or attached to the rough ER, whereas in prokaryotes, they're only in the cytoplasm. Hmm. And then in prokaryotes, cell division by binary fission. Okay, nice. New words. <laughs> do you want to do eukaryote cell division? Should I? By mitosis. Mitosis or Eukaryote mitosis. cell division. <laughs> mitosis or meiosis. Okay. okay. Memory bound? Um, no memory bound. Models. In prokaryotes? No. But in eukaryotes, they are present. So do you want to name one each? Should we name one each? Mitochondria. 
Nucleus. I was gonna say nucleus. You can, what should we do? Ribosomes? Ribosomes, they count, they count right? Yeah. I'm not yeah. sure. Do they? Maybe not. No. <laughs> Maybe not everyone no, because everyone has ribosomes. No, because prokaryotes have ribosomes. Chloroplast. That's one cell. Oh, yeah, yeah that's a unicellular I'll do it. Okay, wow. Good stuff. Um, <laughs> we and did then great. the cell wall in prokaryotes is made of peptidoglycan. I wrote in brackets murine. You what can is look that? you can look that up. <laughs> um, do you want to do versus the cell wall being made of cellulose in plants and, and chitin in, in, in fungi. Fungi Fungi's taste Sorry. good. <laughs> and then in prokaryotes they have a capsule which provides protection. Good stuff. Um, whereas in eukaryotes they, it's absent. There's no there's no capsule. Don't need it. Okay, viruses. Sorry. Who wants to start? Do you want to go? <laughs> <laughs> Viruses are not made of cells, and so they're described as acellular. They are so small that they cannot be seen through a light microscope. You need an electron microscope for these bad boys. That's the same thing you said last time. So what? <laughs> okay. Um, what so do they not have? They Let's do go. not One, have organelles. Two. Enzymes. Three. Chromosomes. Four. Cytoplasm. Good stuff. So, without robozo robozoids? They can't carry out protein synthesis, so they can't make proteins, so they can't make enzymes. Okay, because enzymes, enzymes aren't proteins. cannot like replicate the nucleic acids, so they can only reproduce inside a host cell. Um, where they like hijack the host cells, cells metabolism. Mm. Gorgeous. Mm. And like use their like organelles and enzymes because the virus themselves don't have any. Yeah. Each mm. virus is made up of a nucleic acid surrounded by a protein coat, the capsid. Some viruses have DNA, while others contain RNA, which is like one strand of a double helix. Mini fact: Bacteriophages are viruses which attack bacteria. Good stuff. Right. Quick description. Okay. So diagram. Um, on the outside, you have your like um, you have your lipid capsule and um, like envelope sort of thing, and this is actually gained from the host cell. So when it like hijacks the host cell, it gets that. Um, and then the protein um, co is specially shaped um, to fit to the into like the protein on the host cell, like so okay. so it can actually get in. And like an octopus, how they can shape their bodies to yeah. fit between spaces. Yeah. So cool. And then um, you have like the nucleic acid inside the cell, and it's yeah. either um, RNA or DNA. Gorgeous. How can they be transmitted? Well, they can be transmitted by aerosols, so through the air, through insect vectors, for example, mosquitoes, through bites, and through <laughs> bodily fluids, for example, blood, um, saliva. saliva. Sweat? What? Would that be one? Yeah. I'm not sure. I mean, it's a bodily fluid. fluid. Yeah. Um, should we go... <laughs> one two examples... Why did I know? Two, two, <laughs> okay. two examples each, please, of viruses. Okay, and um, HIV and rabies. Dengue fever, Ebola. Coronavirus. <laughs> and mumps. Good stuff. Continue. Um, in, did you say influenza? Did I say influenza? No, so that's just the flu. BTW influenza. Okay, so, um, levels of organisation. So, the definition of an organism is all of the systems of the body working together make an organism, which is a discrete individual. 
Okay. So something that's separate from another. Mm. Mm. Okay. So, do you want to do this bit? We'll do it together. Okay. Division of labour. Um, the adaptation of different parts of an organism to carry out different functions. So like each, um, so for example, the human body, each organ carries out a different function so that we can live. Um, and the more multicellular, the more advanced okay. an organism, the greater the division of labour. Okay, so multicellular is organisms consisting of many specialized cells, which form tissues and organs and have various structures and roles. Talk about unicellular. We haven't done unicellular. Do oh, I'll talk that? about unicellular then. Unicellular refers to single-celled organisms which carry and carry out all life functions within the cell. Within that one cell. Yeah, yeah. cool. Um, differentiation. Do you want to say what it is? Oh, um, so the process by which a stem cell becomes specialized into a specific type of cell. Good stuff. Okay, levels of organisation in the human body. So, Do you want to go? You have cells. Um, Should we give an example? Some examples, yeah. Yeah. So you have red blood cells. Erythrocytes. Okay. Fancy. I mean, yeah, <laughs> um, you know how You have um, neurons, which okay. are nerve cells. Um, you have the egg cells, um, sperm cells. Yes. Um, and the ciliated epithelial cell, Ooh, which is okay. found in the small intestine. Thank you. Okay, number two. Tissues. And the definition of tissues is... An aggregation of specialised cells carrying out a specific, specific function. function. There are four types. Number one. Epithelial tissue. Number two. Muscle tissue. Three. Connective tissue. Four. Nerve tissue. Good stuff. So, some more in epithelial tissues. They form a continuous layer covering or lining the internal and external surfaces of the body. So that can be your skin. That can be... The intestine. The intestine. Good Stomach. stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. and there are Trachea, four, like, subtypes. Um, the, oh, I always hate saying this. Squamous. Squamous epithelium. Cuboidal <laughs> epithelium. Columnar epithelial and ciliated epithelial. Okay, let's go. Squamous are flattened cells found lining the body cavities, such as the mouth and the alveoli, which are like tiny little bubbles and in your lungs. lungs. Yeah. Uh, cuboidal. Who wants to go? I go. Cube-shaped cells lining the kidney tube yours and the ducts of glands okay good stuff uh columna are elongated column shapes hence the name um cells that are found lining the stomach and intestines um and then you have um ciliated epithelial which are column shaped cells that have fine hairs hair like projections called cilia on the surface and they're usually found in the trachea and the oviduct so these like can move particles which help move like so like bacteria sweaty. and mucus in your they yeah, down as well and move them. yeah the ovum mm. and would the ciliated be the ones that increase surface area to volume ratio or is that a different thing that's ciliated yeah okay so up. some more about connective tissue do you want to describe it um it connects and anchors structures and gives strength and support to the body and its organs okay Collagen proteins form extracellular, so outside the cell, fibres that give strength to dense connective tissues such as the tendons and ligaments. Collagen is also found on the tough outer layer of large blood vessels, so it helps support them and keep them like structurally sound. Fun. Okay. 
Go. And muscle then you tissue. have um, muscle tissue. So, um, like nerve impulses, they bring about muscle contraction. So this causes the muscle to shorten, and as like the contraction of the muscle ends, um, it goes back to normal again. Like elastic. It, yeah, yeah. It's like an elastic. Band. Sorry to be physics. Um, <laughs> so skeletal muscle is it covers your skeleton, skeleton, and it is in fact the only muscle that you consciously control. So like your heart muscle, you don't think about controlling. No. Your eyes, you don't think. So only the ones that cover your skeleton are consciously controlled. And I just found I that really. That. I just that's found that really interesting. Crazy, yeah. So your so that's like cardiac muscle. You've got skeletal muscle, and you have smooth muscle so mm -hmm. only one out of three actually is consciously controlled edgy isn't it <laughs> um numero trois we have organs which are an aggregation of several tissues which carry out a specific role for the whole organisms okay for example your heart yeah ba bump ba bump ba bump pancreas get all them lovely What's it called? The one beginning with I. The sugar. I? I? Insulin. Insulin. Yeah, there you go. That's not a sugar. No, that's to do with sugar. So insulin helps your cells absorb Sorry. sugars. Okay, organ systems, number four. Definition. Uh, two or more different organs working together to provide a common function. Okay, here's the weighty stuff, you guys. Oh, here's where we memorise things. And I'm, I've been trying to think of a nice little mnemonic, I think is the word. Yeah. I haven't managed to do it. Um, I've got the word creed and nurse. Some nurse. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's not, it's not there yet, but you've got creed in the middle. So, skeletal. Do you want to go there? Oh, it's skeletal. That's what Oh, uh, well, we've I'm done a different point of view. I quite like it. It sounds nice. Well, good for you, darling. Um, so, um, the organ, bones, cartilage, tendons, ligaments, and its major role is to support. Okay. Um, then you've got muscular, skeletal, and smooth muscles, and that major role is in movement. Um, do you want to do circulatory? Circulatory system includes your heart, your blood vessels, and the blood and it's involving the transport of gases and nutrients. <laughs> the the idea, like, that to me is way different than what I would have defined it as. Yeah, I know. Like, I thought it would have been, like, the collection of blood vessels in your body, mm. but no, transport of gases and nutrients, which I guess makes sense, because they are transported in the blood. But still. It's just not what I thought yeah. it would be. Do you okay. want to go the uh, R in next Creed? Next you have the... Um, reproductive system. Yes. So it can just right. the ovaries, the uterus, the oviducts, sex organs, and blah blah blah. Yeah. So you not as, want to name as them. In, <laughs> as, in, as in the name of the system, it's for reproduction. Okay. The E, the first E in creed, endocrine, glands, e.g. thyroid, pituitary, adrenal, anyone got another? Is the pancreas a gland? No, it's no. not. It's an no. organ, isn't it? Um... Homeostasis is its major role, so thermoregulation, osmoregulation, keeping things out, out like balance. the same in your inside your body. That's yeah. what homeostasis is. The second E in creed. Excretory. Did I not write it down? You didn't talk about excretory, you didn't. Um, I'll do it. 
Um, kidneys, <laughs> bladder, um, this is me. It's time to urethra, um, basically removes the waste. Nice. Because yeah. you're excreting it, it's yes. leaving. Okay, D and digestive. Digestive! Like the biscuits! Oh, Good okay. stuff. <laughs> um, major organs. Liver, esophagus, yep. stomach, intestines, pancreas. What yeah. do they help do? I didn't write liver, They break but down liver food well. and absorb nutrients. Okay, so the digestive and circulatory must be quite similar because you're breaking down into nutrients and the circulatory is transporting the nutrients. It's taking the nutrients to places. Yeah, so nervous. Can I name my favourite one? Nervous. Yeah, yeah. that's um, what I just mm, okay. hinted. The, but okay. um, so brain, spinal cord, and peripheral nerves. Okay. So it's um, to coordinate and control things. So like impulses and stuff like that balance balance and so temperature as mr derbyshire would say if you put hand, if you put your hand on a, a hot fire, pan mm. it is your nerves and stuff like that which will make you your reflex arc mm. okay mm. Not respiratory enough, i feel like we all kind of know a bit about this you've got your lungs your diaphragm your trachea bronchi isn't an organ but that's in your lungs um, and this exchanges the gases, carbon dioxide, oxygen between the mm. blood and the air through what's it called? The one we're going to see, the tiny one. Keep thinking. The little tiny blood vessels. Capillaries. Cap between the capillaries and the alveoli. 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 Or yeah. alveoli. Is it alveolus? Is that Sing like alveoli. Singular. Singular. Yeah. Okay, immune system, let's go, mini. Immune system protection from pathogens, which involves the lymph, lymph glands, glands, lymph glands, and white blood cells. Okay. Yeah. So white blood cells include phagocytes and lymphocytes. Just yeah. a quick little name drop. We'll have a little talk about plants. Okay. Yeah. So um, levels of organization. In organ organization. Organization. Plants. So of course, first you have cells. As, so, as in animals, yeah. And your palisade cell, your guard cell, and your root hair cell. Nice. Yeah. Next level up. Xylem phloem. Xylem transport of water and dissolved minerals. So yeah. and that goes up the plant only. And then phloem is the transport of sucrose and amino acids. Um, yeah, so phloem flows in all directions. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's how I like to remember it. That's nice. Um, mesophyll is where photosynthesis happens. It's kind of that shape of plant cell that we all think of, like the rectangle. Mm. Like, like that's your palisade cell. Yeah, that's your palisade mesophyll. It has a lot of chloroplasts. It's in the, like, upper bit of the leaf. Mm. Um, spongy mesophyll is... Um, where some photosynthesis does take place here, but not as much. And this tissue, like, there's a lot of space between the cells, and this allows for gas exchange in and out of the leaf. Turns you up, up and um, also um, photosynthesis maybe happens in the palisade mesophyll because it's higher up, so it can yeah, get more closer wide. to the top. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, and then the upper epidermis tissue. Um, so it's at the top of the leaf, and it's mm. protected by a waterproof waxy cuticle. Nice. Yum. Okay, numero trois. trois. We've got organs. Organs. Um, I'm not going to lie. This this is embarrassing. I labelled the petals of a flower as leaves in my A level biology book. <laughs> nice. Um, 
And I was like, oh, this will be really easy. I don't need to wait until the answers are on the board. And then the answers um, came on the board. And I labelled the petals as leaves. <laughs> so that's a quick overshare for That's everyone. like year two, so. Um, so yeah, the flower itself is an organ and is part sexual of sexual reproduction. reproduction. And that's because the bees are going to come and trans transport the genetic material, the pollen, um, to other plants. Okay, okay let's go. our way downtown, we get to the leaves, which as we know, for photosynthesis. They're typically green, although you can get some other colours, like poinsettia, yeah. like the Christmassy plant. Mm. That's red. I don't know what's the science there, but maybe we can look that up. Um, go. And then you have the stem, which basically just holds up the plant. Yeah, Keeps so that's giving it the height to like compete with other plants. The height, for the light. support. Yeah, the psychological support. And then um, down in the ground, we have the roots. Did you like my drawing of roots? It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's lovely. Thanks, love. Okay, they take up H2O, otherwise known as water. Did I write that? Yeah, I did. Um, and minerals. Min mineral, yeah. Mineral ions. And right. they are part of Anchorage, so holding this in place. Although, what's a tumbleweed doesn't have roots. I'm pretty Don't sure that is because things. it picks up yeah. the nutrients in the air, it absorbs them as it tra- mm. That's insane you have to plants me. which like, don't need to be that in the ground. That is insane to survive. Yeah, yeah. yeah hydroponics, mm. isn't it? Cool, actually. I believe... Is that it? Yeah. That is all we've got for today. Anyone have sciencey facts they want to share? <laughs> no. Shall I share? Go on. Of course you um, science fact. Pass the one over. Yeah. What I learned today... <laughs> was that there's parts of your chromosomes, like the ends of it, beginning with the word letter T, but I forgot what it's called. <laughs> T Telo something. Telophase. It actually almost yeah. is. And they're basically, they get shorter throughout your life. And that is oh, a, yeah. a reason behind how you oh, age. Oh, this is the you were telling us about this um, and basically, there's different factors that surprisingly can affect it. So actually, like, socialising in itself, like, can positively impact the length. So the longer they are, the more it protects. Oh, I, thought, I thought you were going to say socialising makes them short. And I was like, I'm never seeing you guys again then. <laughs> no, like, it actually posit positively impacts. Nice. Chronic stress negatively impacts. Mm. Um, that's why people but are it so much older shown, yeah it is so shown, like, is, scientifically if, you, if you're stressed out at this age you might look 56 but it is 30. it is proven that like meditation and not to be cringe but a positive mindset in self like mm. thinking when you're when you're in a stressful situation this is a challenge that i can overcome yeah that, will be that thought process oh, itself nice. actually means your is longer. Mm. So your chromosomes are actually healthier. Which means you your chromosomes younger. are healthier if you have a positive mindset. That's interesting to think about. So basically, don't be pessimistic. Be happy. Yeah. You could when not you say can. What about that? Sure. When you can. Um, <laughs> anything else we've learned that's interesting? Chemistry. Um. Everything I did today in chemistry. What did you do? You were naming. Yes. You were yes. naming Pro molecules. Naming organic compounds. Yeah. Do you want to give us one, like one word? Um. Methylpropane. Like two methyl chloropropane. Okay. Ooh. Mini, what have you learned in psychology this week? 
Good question. Oh, we're doing research methods right now. Okay. It sounds a bit Can you boring. Give us one. Okay, so we've been talking about different kinds of experiments. So true experiments is where the experimenter manipulates your independent variable itself. They're changing it and they're seeing the effect it has on your dependent variable, what they're measuring. So you have laboratory experiments where, as you can gather from the name, it's it takes place in a lab, a highly controlled environment. Yes. So it's good that they can have full control over that because they can directly explain like cause and effect. Yeah, the it's a clear like thing to... But yeah. the downside is, is like when you're in a lab, it's a foreign environment, it's unusual, it's It's not going to be equivalent to a psychological yeah. and the like, issue process is, outside of a lab, yeah. Is when people are in those situations, they may not display their true behaviour. Yeah. And so that decreases Informative the social influence. The internal validity yeah. <laughs> of your findings. Whereas in field experiments, yes, the independent variables being changed and whatnot, but it's taking place in a natural environment. So for example, mm -hmm. out and about in the streets, in school. Now, this is good as in those natural environments, people will behave more naturally. You'll have yeah, higher like you're gonna have validity. their true behavior. Yeah. Exactly. The downside is, is in those environments, you, you don't have as much control. And effect. Yeah. You don't have as much control over other variables which could be affecting yeah. your dependent variable. Because it's like, okay. You can't have a control as easily. Exactly. Because yeah. it's like, okay, I'm changing this independent variable to measure this, but what if it's something else? What if there's something you haven't factored? That's yeah. so interesting. It's a, it's because fun. um like in science and chemistry you mm. have a lot of like, oh here's a control where yeah. you've got something to prove that is what is changing. I've never thought about that applying to psychology as well. Yeah, I think Oh, there's a whole debate over like whether psychology should be regarded as a science or not. I mean, a lot of people I think argue it, is. it is. It should be, yeah. It I mean, it's not and it's quite biology. It's not based. so much a creative subject. No. Like, yes, sciences are creative subjects because you can generate like a new ways of thinking. Yeah. But it's also like, not like English or history yeah. or something like that. Mm. No way. It is essay based, but there is a lot of science based kind of, in the yeah. founding. In the way that English literature is analysing literature, psychology is analysing people. Yeah. Yeah. So that's fun. Maybe yes. we can talk about whether psychology is a real science or not in another thing. <laughs> in another thing. Um, anything else no. we want to finish on? I mean, that's about it. Yeah. I mean, I've, not, I've not been doing anything really anything. exciting in maths. So, um, oh, yeah. We started you always have like, our little interludes where we talk about what we're doing in our subjects that aren't science. Well, mine. Yours we can debate science. over that one another okay. time. Um,